Welcome back to another Edge God in podcast. Thank you for pushing the pause button today to join us at Edge God in. You can visit our website at edgegodin.com. Our mission is to champion your human potential in Christ. Today, our topic is entitled, Are You Fighting the Wrong Battle? And it actually comes from a little book that I highly recommend you get if you haven't already had the opportunity to read the work of Father Jake's Felipe, entitled Searching for and Maintaining Peace. Searching for and Maintaining Inner Peace. So the title is, Are You Fighting the Wrong Battle? Our learning objective today is when you walk away from this podcast, that you'll have clarity of focus for accuracy of response, specifically around <laughs> your ability to do this one thing, this one thing to gain victory in the midst of spiritual combat. That is our goal for today's podcast. You can visit our website page again at edgegodin.com. We do have a Facebook page. You can check us out at edgegodin. We're also launching collaboratively with Lead Like Jesus, another incredible ministry. Highly recommend you check that out, leadlikejesus.com. A book entitled Emotional Intelligence in Christ. Emotional Intelligence in Christ. And this is a very powerful project. It actually is a project because we're in the process also of creating a course that goes along with it. If you're interested in learning more about the Emotional Intelligence in Christ project, please visit us at emotionalintelligenceinchrist.com. Let's jump in. in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Sweet Jesus, there is a spiritual combat that is going on right now. We know, thanks be to the scriptures, that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces of evil waging war against our soul. We also know that whenever you find selfish ambition and vain conceits, there we will find disorder and every evil practice. We've been instructed that in the end times that people will take offense. Help us, Lord. We've been hijacked. And we give more authority today to the power of your Holy Spirit within us to get us back on track so that we can have victory in the midst of this spiritual combat that we find ourselves in today. May the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight for the edification of every human being that happens to have stumbled upon this podcast or who is joining us today. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Our scripture for today comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Again, John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Now, this verse comes in the context 
of chapter 14, where Jesus introduces the gift of the Holy Spirit, continues in 15 as well as 16 to talk about the gift of the Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we can do no good thing without the activation and the power of the Holy Spirit within us. In fact, a definition that we use in the Emotional Intelligence in Christ project is this. Emotional intelligence in Christ is actually the activation of the Holy Spirit within us, within you, within me, to discern and manage personal emotions and behavior in a way that honors God by loving others as Jesus did. The key piece for today is that first part of, I, we cannot give out anything without the activation of the Holy Spirit. That's the first part of the definition of emotional intelligence in Christ. <laughs> it is the activation of the Holy Spirit within us to discern, to help us to discern and manage our personal emotions and behavior. Do you need some help in that area today? A vir the virtual assistant, uh, who is our, our main uh, driver when it comes to giving us victory in the spiritual combat arena. Paul experienced an encounter with Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Peter experienced an encounter with Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The woman at the well did. The woman caught in adultery did. The woman who was bleeding for 18 years did. Zacchaeus experienced an encounter with Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It was in this encounter that resurrected within them this experience of connection with God through Christ. And when Jesus left his earthly mission to continue from the spiritual realm through our heart, our hands, our habits, our head, and lead like Jesus, we refer to four main areas where the Holy Spirit really uh, has the opportunity to dwell within us, our head, our heart, our habits, and our hands. And the way I like to order it is having that heart encounter with Christ that impacts directly influences what you think about. That's Romans 12, one through two, which then spills out into your hands, what you do, your behaviors and creates habits. That is that those are four main areas uh, that lead like Jesus that that we speak about and in emotional intelligence in Christ, we take that even further to peel back the curtain a bit as to the exact process that actually happens that happened to the people that did encounter Christ, the emotional intelligent intelligence in Christ definition, that being the activation of the Holy spirit within they all experienced that's the one thing they had in common. So they experienced an encounter with Christ. And when Christ left earth, he gave us Pentecost, which is the gift of the Holy Spirit, to, as Jesus said in the Gospel of John, to remind you of everything that I have said and even more. Because he mentioned, he told us, there's even more, more that I have to tell you much more now than you're capable of handling. But when the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth. Wow. Give me a little bit of that. Sign me up. <laughs> we need, we need a, a resurrection of truth in the midst of this spiritual combat that we are experiencing. So pulling a little bit uh, from the Searching for and Maintaining Inner Peace book from Father Jake Felipe, 
um, and, and really addressing our title for today is, are you fighting the wrong battle? Now, what do we mean by that? Are you fighting the wrong battle? What Father Jakes talks about is he speaks about that there are spiritual battles that are going on. And many times uh, we will uh, fight the wrong battle, meaning we will head into focusing on our failings or, or shortcomings and really spend all of our time, attention, and focus on shoring that up. Dear God, help me to do better today than yesterday. Um, thinking that that's really our, our battle, um, our first battle. However, the real battle that's going on that is, is hijacking us is the battle to maintain inner peace. And Father Jake's really speaks truth into this using scripture all along the way. Um, and I'm going to just read a, a little excerpt because I can't say it any better than he, than he does on, on page 11 of, of his little book here. We believe, for example, that to win the spiritual battle, we must vanquish all our faults, never succumb to temptation, and have no more weaknesses or shortcomings. But on such a terrain, we are sure to be vanquished because who among us can pretend never to fall? And it is certainly not this that God demands of us for, as Psalm 103 says, he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. On the contrary, the real spiritual battle, and this is, this is what we're focusing on today, the real spiritual battle, rather than the pursuit of invincibility or some other absolute infallibility beyond our capability and capacity, consists principally in learning without becoming too discouraged to accept falling occasionally, and not to lose our peace of heart. We should happen to do so lamentably, not to become excessively sad regarding our defeats, and to know how to rebound from our falls to an even higher level. This is always possible, but on the condition that we not panic and that we continue to maintain our peace. One could then, with reason, enunciate this principle, the first goal of spiritual combat. And this is the answer to the question of the title of today's podcast, the first goal of spiritual combat, that toward which our efforts must above all be directed, is not to always obtain a victory over temptations, weaknesses, and as I refer to the shiny objects that hijack us, make us think that we're independent from God and steal our sense of identity. Rather, it is to learn to maintain peace of heart under all circumstances, even in the case of defeat. How are you doing with that today? When it comes to maintaining peace of heart under all circumstances, even in the midst of defeat, and let's, let's make that real, not getting what you want, not getting the promotion that someone else got, not receiving the feedback that you wanted to get, not, not moving to, towards your goals in a direction that you want to move in. Perhaps it's health-oriented. It's not getting the diagnosis that, that uh, you were hoping for. I can relate to that deeply as I went, was diagnosed with advanced cancer. Perhaps it's financial, not getting the, the raise or the bonus that you thought you were going to get not getting the response from your children that you're looking for, from your spouse, from your friends, 
what is it for you today that is robbing your ability to maintain peace of heart under all circumstances, even in the midst or the case of not getting what you want, not being understood, not being liked, not being preferred. It's only in this way that we can pursue the other goal, which is the elimination of our failures, our faults. Now, to sum this up, basically, this is the deal. (laughs) When you, by the activation of the Holy Spirit within you to discern and manage personal emotions and behavior, when you step into that emotional intelligence in Christ experience, as did Peter, Paul, Zacchaeus, woman caught in adultery, woman at the well, and the numerous other people that Jesus encountered. When you are able to give more authority to the presence of Christ within you through the activation of the Holy Spirit and maintain inner peace, not the peace that the world gives, because Jesus, Jesus told us straight up, hey, guys, listen, I'm going to be living, leaving this world. I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit will guide you into all truth and help you remember what I'm telling you. And I want you to remember this. Remember this, that I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to leave with you my peace. That's a promise. He's going to leave with us his peace that doesn't make sense. That's the key, that's the key piece of information here. Because Jesus says, it's not what the world gives to you. So let's pause for a minute and just ask a coaching question. When do you feel peace that's associated with? with the world? What does that look like for you? For example, you, you strive and you're working and, and, and really going for something that you really, really want to see happen in your life, whatever that is, if it falls under the area of health, uh, wellness, finances, profession, popularity, position, all these things that we use our own efforts many times to go for. And then we get that which we were really attached to and wanting to happen. For a moment, we might have a momentary burst of satisfaction that leads to temporary peace, right? Wow, I made it. However, it's quickly followed up by the fear that you might lose it or it might not continue on. It's, and, it's, and, and the way I look at this is this is God has given us that internal uh, alarm system that anytime we get hijacked and we throw our identity outside of us into something in the world, some shiny object in the world, he loves us so much. This is part of his discipline because he disciplines those he loves and he punishes those he accepts as sons and daughters. Part of that uncomfortable feeling because God's after you today is when you feel the kind of anxiety that starts to slip back in after you've gotten that which you were attached to or that, that which you really wanted. So Jesus is calling us out of that madness. And Satan is having a heyday in that madness by hijacking our sense of identity, causing us to think that it's all about me, <laughs> that by my own efforts and education and talents, that I can do all things and I am my own ambassador making my appeal through me. God loves us so much that he will not leave us there. He constantly goes after us, going after that lost sheep. He is pursuing you today. God is after you. Jesus is desiring 
to give you a peace that passes all human understanding, as Paul writes about in Philippians chapter four, when he says, do not be anxious about anything, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Do not be anxious about anything, but pray about everything and the peace of God which transcends all understanding. And this translation is the same piece that Jesus is talking about here. This is the piece from the activation of the Holy Spirit within you. It makes no sense. And I can, I can share with you just a personal story about this. I was diagnosed with advanced cancer back in 2006. I was told they were trying to get me five years of life. When the doctor laid out the treatment of several years of chemo, max amount of radiation, didn't know fully then, knew that there were several surgeries coming down the pipe, turned out to be 14 in two years. A MRSA staph infection, didn't know that was going to hit, up, hit me up on that. And lots of experimental stuff, right? So when this was laid out before me, I lost it. <laughs> I was panicked. And as the Holy Spirit does, the Holy Spirit allowed me to go through that coming to the end of myself. And perhaps that's what the Holy Spirit is inviting you into today. That space to feel every emotion without judgment, that space to be human. Jesus was fully human and fully God. He is able to relate to you on every single level because he went through every single hardship that you can imagine and more while he walked the earth. So he is compassionate, able to identify and connect with you in the midst of whatever you're going through today that's robbing your sense of peace and making you ineffective in this spiritual combat. Because as Father Jake said, that's our number one first goal of spiritual combat. Victory in spiritual combat is to learn to maintain peace of heart under all circumstances, no matter what no matter what. And it's uniquely the grace of God that will give us that victory through the power of the Holy Spirit, activation of the Holy Spirit within us. And so when I was given this diagnosis, I lost it. Jesus was after me. Perhaps you're losing it today over something. There's something outside of that you feel loss of power. There's something outside of you that is mucking up your relationships. There's something outside of you that is affecting your A-team in life. Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's a close friend, a child, a family member. And perhaps you are seeking data. I just went through the four areas of, of uh, DISC, the DISC profiling, the D, the I, the S, the C. You don't need to know much more about that at this point for the purpose of this podcast, other than what I just mentioned to you in terms of asking you to kind of think about where are you getting hijacked? Is it in the area of power relationships, your A team, or you don't have enough information to feel safe, right? Many of us have kind of an internal fleshly program that says in order for me to feel safe, I need to know. I need to know why things happen as they do. I need to know how things are going to turn out. I need to know. Now, that is a shiny object that Satan's using to rob your peace. Today's podcast is an invitation for you to come back. Come back to the one that can give you peace that doesn't make sense. So as I, when I was done, I often hear the Holy Spirit saying, are you done yet? When I was done crying my eyes out for several hours after this, 
I had this still small voice speaking into my soul to remind my flesh, I've already overcome all of this. Victory is yours. Do not forget. And then he started speaking in the scriptures that I had memorized since I was 17 years old. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. This is not your battle. I will fight it for you. You just surrender to me. I can do my greatest work in the darkest night. Come closer. Come closer. All things are possible when you walk with me. Remain, remain, remain. And I will carry you through this. Jesus says the same thing to you today. What is it that is robbing you of peace? And what specifically are you fighting other than taking all that energy that you're fighting against, whether it be in power relationships, your A-team, or needing to know that you can release and turn all that energy toward the number one goal. This is, this, is, this is the battle. It's not all that other stuff out there. The true battle that we have as followers of Jesus Christ is to really lean into, zip up, and hold space in the area of maintaining peace, the peace of Christ, not the peace that the world gives. Because when we can do that, and that's our battle, it's not a matter of if, my friends, it's a matter of when we get hijacked. <laughs> I just got hijacked this week many times. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those earth school classes this week of, all right, how quickly can you come back to me and believe that I will give you that peace when you abide and surrender that passes this situation? How quickly can you come back? How quickly can you come back today? When you are aware that you're hijacked, you'll know because your body gets involved. Stress is the power you give to outside circumstance to define your value, your worth, and what you believe you're capable of handling successfully. When you are hijacked and you're fighting the wrong battle, you'll know why, because, or how <laughs> your peace will vanquish. It will be gone. It will exit out the back door. The invitation today is get clarity focus so that you know the right battle to fight. And the battle that we're really fight, fighting is to maintain that inner peace by the help of the Holy Spirit within us that passes all human understanding. As St. Paul says, do not be anxious, worried, upset, fearful about anything, but pray about every, everything and the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Our victory in spiritual combat is not to obtain victory over our weaknesses and temptations. Rather, it is to learn to maintain peace of heart under all circumstances. All our reasons that cause us to lose our sense of peace, by the way, are bad reasons. <laughs> and this, this is a phrase from Father Jake's Felipe. All the reasons that cause us to lose our sense of peace are bad reasons. Our peace is fragile when it is connected to the exterior world. 
anytime your piece is just gone, poof, like hairspray, you spray it and you see it and poof, then it's gone. Whenever our piece is hijacked, you know, this is the spiritual combat we're in. You know, who's at play there because Satan's biggest desire is to rob, steal, and destroy your peace. John 10, 10, I have come that you may have life. Part of life is having this peace that passes all human understanding, Jesus says. That's what he's inviting us to in John 10, 10. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy your peace. So your biggest victory in terms of where to put your time, your attention, your focus is to fight the right battle for victory. And the right battle for victory is to maintain inner peace of heart. So as we conclude today, you're going to be going out there into earth school. Satan's prowling around like a roaring lion looking to devour you. He wants to steal your peace. What are you going to do about it? To maintain that sense of peace that Jesus gives you. First thing you can do is remind your mind of what your soul always knows. The soul knows that declaring the word of God has victory. Declaring it over that disruption, that anxiety. So to declare the word of God, no, 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 wait a minute. Jesus says, Jesus says that he has come that I may have life and have it to the fullest. Get thee behind me, Satan. You want to kill, steal, and destroy my peace. Not today, Satan. Not today. I declare over my life the peace, Jesus, that you have promised me. That's not what the world gives. So you also said, Jesus, that I have the ability when I, when I have the Holy Spirit within me to not let my tr- heart to be troubled or to not be afraid. So help me so that I can return to that sense of inner peace. What are you attaching your sense of safety to is a good coaching question to ask yourself. Because when you're attaching it to anything other than the love of God for you, you will be rendered vulnerable to rising and falling, depending upon what's going on in the world, in relationships and people around you, as well as between your two ears, by the way, you are the landlord of your mind. Jesus has also promised that the Holy Scriptures teaches us that we have victory. How do we have victory over the mind by taking every thought captive and making it what? What? Obedient to Christ. (laughs) So what does that look like? Be attentive, my friends. As I was hijacked this week a couple of times, I knew what was going on. And it happens so quickly because when stress, when you see something threatening outside of you or between your two ears, the stress response kicks in in 125 thousandths of a second. So as I said, it's not about a matter of if, it's a matter of when and how quickly can you return to Jesus? Wow, I was totally spun, Lord. (laughs) I just gave four hours of my time, attention, and focus to something that is outside of me, a desired outcome a situation. And it's robbing my peace. So I'm fighting the wrong battle right now because I'm focusing on, okay, how can I up my game in other areas to find a solution, to figure this out, to to know? And really, you're asking me to abandon myself into you completely. 
so that I can allow you more authority than I am this situation. Help me, Jesus, to maintain inner peace in spite of this. Give me the grace to maintain inner peace in spite of that. On the real battlefield, we are always certain of victory by the grace of God to maintain inner peace no matter what surrounds us. Avoid fighting the wrong battle. Know how to discern which is the real battlefield. The real battlefield is how quickly can you return to that place of peace. The method to do that is to remember, remind your mind what your soul always knows. The victory is won in Christ. I've already overcome the world. Yeah, you're going to have tribulation and hardship. And behold, I've already overcome all that. So maintain that inner peace. This is, this is such a simple, a simple invitation, and yet we get hijacked all the time. So particularly as we're going into this very holy week before Christmas, take a deep breath. Lean into the Holy Spirit. Pray for protection, armor up to fight the real battle. Holy Spirit, give us the grace to return quicker today to that peace that passes all human understanding that Jesus is talking about here. He doesn't give as the world gives. And yet, so often I wander outside of myself, looking for those things to satisfy me that can only come from the hand of God. I pray for the grace not to let my heart be troubled this week or to let it be afraid. That means I have a choice, Lord. So by the power of the Holy Spirit, I give you more authority to maintain inner peace in Christ. In you, Lord, help me to have confident abandonment into your hands. Give me the grace to have confident abandonment that you have my back. Jesus, I surrender myself, my situation, everything that is robbing me of peace right now into your hands. You take care of everything. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So simply put, the purpose of this podcast is to remind you of the real battle that Satan is after us to do. He wants to steal your peace. Just say no and return to declaring the scriptures over whatever it is that's causing you to have anxiety. And look up those scriptures if it's, if it's uh, fear of rejection, if it's, again, in the area of finances, if it's health-related. Um, I remember reading Psalm 91 every night for a full year and declaring the victory uh, of Christ's healing power over my cells down to my mitochondria, in spite of what the white coats, with all due respect, were telling me. They said this, Lord, and you say this. You said this in Psalm 91, that I will, by your grace, overcome those serpents that are attacking my body. Rise up my brothers and sisters in Christ, and declare the victory that is already yours in Christ to maintain a peace that passes all human understanding. See if you can do it more today than yesterday. See if you can close the gap between how long it takes you after being hijacked to return to that place of ultimate abandonment and trust 
into the hands of God. God, I don't understand this. This doesn't make sense to me. And I know you do. Holy Spirit, remind me of everything Jesus said and more in this situation. I need your help to maintain a peace beyond all human understanding. My number one goal, our number one goal here of spiritual combat, victory in spiritual combat, is to put all of our, our, our spiritual focus on maintaining peace of heart in Christ by God's grace under all circumstances, even in the case of not getting what we want. Have a blessed Christmas week and go for that peace that was gifted to us in that silent, holy night. We are never to be the same again after that encounter. Enjoy your gift of life. And again, enjoy your week. Be present and put all of your energy and focus on fighting the right battle. And that is for maintaining your peace more today than yesterday. Can't do it alone though. Invite the Holy Spirit to come in and give you that grace to make John 14, 27. If you haven't memorized that one, memorize that one. Memorize John 10, 10 as well so that you can talk back when the devil tries to rob your peace this week. <laughs>